With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's going on, guys? It's Mike Cerrone from the DC Crossover Podcast. Ben and I have been producing audio content since our teenage years. But now, don't we wish we had the tools you guys have to create and distribute your own content? Let me quickly tell you about our new sponsor, Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's definitely something I love using. One reason, because it's free, people, F-R-E-E. As most of you may know, free is one of my favorite words, so don't get that mixed up. So no charge to start up with Anchor. Now let's talk about how easy it is to use. With Anchor, there are creation tools that allow you guys to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Super simple and super accessible from anywhere. Now that you recorded, how do you distribute to the streaming apps? Anchor does it for you, folks. Whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or more, they got you. Using Anchor, you can actually make money from your podcast. Straight hard cash, homie. Whether you have a handful of friends, family, or group that wants to hear your content, there is no minimum listenership. It's everything you would ever need to make a podcast in one simple place. Want to get started? Here's what you guys need to do. Download the free Anchor app on your phone or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started today. Now back to our nation's capital with Cerrone and Simpson. As the Nationals are strike away from franchise history and some World Series history. Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! And a World Series Game 7 winning Curly W is in the books! It's not a dream! It's not a desert barrage! It's Lord Stanley! And he is coming to Washington! Oh, great crossover. Got him. That's called getting put on skates. Down to two, down to one, and the Washington football team with the upset in Pittsburgh, handing the Steelers their first loss of the season, coming back from 14-0 down. What a win. The show by the fans for the fans. Covering all four major sports in the District of Champions. It's the DC Crossover Podcast with your hosts, Mike Cerrone and Ben Simpson. Hello and welcome to another episode of DC Crossover, episode number 68, right here on The Contender, on Apple, on iTunes. Uh, Apple, iTunes, same thing. Spotify, <laughs> uh, radio, whatever. I mean, there's so many different places you anchor. can anchor. Anchor, shout out to Anchor, of course, um, and uh, YouTube as well. You can watch the full video of this show on our YouTube channel. Basically, what we're trying to say is, you can. There's so many different ways you can consume this content. Uh, whatever your preference is. That is Mike Cerrone. I am Ben Simpson. How, hope you had a wonderful July Fourth. Happy Independence Day, my good people. And uh, we are back with another draft as the summer rolls on. 
uh, because this is kind of that dead period in sports. Uh, so we are filling that with some drafts. Today's episode, as you can see by the title, will be on the best summer food and drinks draft. Looking forward to that because it was just July 4th weekend. I'm sure yep. you consumed. I don't want to reveal any possible picks later on, so I don't want to get into the food that was consumed or the drinks that were consumed over the past couple of days. But I will say, Mike, the diet's got to be back on for me, man, because I'll tell you what, <laughs> this weekend I ate so much. Oh, yeah. I mean, I yesterday uh, was as full as a tick, as some people might say. I mean, I literally was so full to the point where I told my girlfriend, can you just drop kick me in the stomach and then <laughs> or, or just poke me like a balloon because everything will just come out. It was, it was oh, ridiculous. dude, the worst is when <laughs> and this is something that only like fat people will, will uh, relate to is when you are that full. Yeah. But at the same time, there's like a couple things that, you, that still appeal to you. Like, like, oh yeah, cookies. Like, like exactly, exactly. So, always, so we got, I got cupcakes for, uh, like, there were special like Fourth of July cupcakes at the yeah. grocery store. Yeah. There was like a ten pack. They were gone by the end of the night. The, the mini vanilla. Most ones? of them by me. They were like uh, chocolate with the vanilla frost. Okay, okay, okay. Um, gotcha. So they, they weren't the really mini ones. I know one, the ones you're talking about. No, they were just, and they had little like uh, American flags on them and stuff like that. And of course, w- when you're when you're a big guy. You, you you know you eat all day. I mean, I had a giant lunch, giant dinner, and then I'm cleaning up the kitchen late at night. It's like 8 p.m. And I'm like, well, there's a couple cupcakes left. I might as well just have one. Right. Oh man, I'm telling you, starting tomorrow, man, the diet is back on. Because, yes. So yeah, yeah. Uh, this I mean, is rough. Yeah. So yesterday, um, obviously it was Fourth of July. So we had. Uh, I was in Pittsburgh. Me and my yeah, uh, yeah. my girlfriend's family and stuff like that, and that was definitely fun because her dad made this whole spread, and so did her mom, and it was really good because like you know I didn't go with any healthy things, and my girlfriend on the ride back today was kind of giving me some slack because she was like you didn't eat any fruit, I, she was like I was had had a nice little variety going, I had fruit over here, I had this this this, and I was like. <laughs> it was actually kind of funny because she actually started hitting the steering wheel saying, you, all you had was meat, meat, meat. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help but laugh because that's what it was. I had, I literally had like cheeseburgers and a, and a sausage and all, and I also had baked beans and macaroni. And I was like, my, my plate. And she was like, because we, we had to, we, we shucked the corn in the morning yeah, for her, yeah, for her mom. For sure. And I started laughing because she was like, did you get any corn? And I was like, I didn't get any corn. <laughs> oh, I, I said my, my I said my plate was full. I had no space. Um, you got to got to leave a tiny little yeah. speck for like a couple pieces of broccoli, so you can be like, yeah, yeah, I had some vegetables. Oh, that like, was not happening with me. Oh man, no, it's it's tough. It's tough because July fourth, and, and and we'll get into the summer foods later on with the draft, right? Um, but there's something about celebrating america that makes you want to just eat as much food as possible yeah, because that's what that's what it's all about it's crazy i mean we had a giant lunch where on the drive oh. home from my wife's parents house on the drive home i was like i don't even know if i want to make because i had bought stuff for dinner that i was going to make later mm-hmm. uh, but we went over there for lunch and i was like i don't even know if i'm uh, I'm, I'm so full i don't even think i'm going to make a dinner later yeah. of course i made a dinner later. of course, of yeah. course i did to be honest here. Was, and it was a lot it was a lot of food <laughs> oh. So I'm telling you, it's it's uh, and today too had had a pretty big had some KFC oh, oh. Uh, for lunch over at my parents' house. I mean, we we did a, here's the thing: when you have a baby, 
you got to do the parents tour like almost every weekend. We're we're hitting up her parents, my parents because they're all local. So right. like that's that's what your life is when you're a new parent is just everyone wants to see the baby. They don't really care about seeing you. Yeah, exactly. Everybody just wants to see the baby. <laughs> Before the baby, I probably saw my parents every now and then, but with the baby it's like, oh man, everybody yeah. wants to see him. And now it's, you know, summertime, they're in the pool, the baby right. pool and all that stuff. I'm just sweating just <laughs> constantly cuz I have to be outside and I'm like they got they got a little pool. And you'll appreciate this. So they got they got this little. It's a pretty decent sized pool actually at my uh, wife's parents' house, and it's on the porch. It's just like a you know a blow up right. pool. But um, and of course, like there's zero percent chance I'm gonna like take my shirt off and like sit <laughs> in the pool with it in front of my wife's family. Like because if they right. I mean, if they saw yes. if they saw my shirtless body, like they're gonna be <laughs> they're gonna go get the divorce papers for my wife. Like they're gonna be like, hey. This, Look at this, this, look at this guy. guy. You can't be with this guy. I mean, look at him. It's just disgusting. And then they see me fill up my plate with like another round of cookies or whatever. They're just like, so like I I, I just do that bit where you're kind of like I'm kind of crouched over the pool holding her, ah, I'm just yeah. sweating. It's like a workout. Is that you in the picture that you sent to to me? No, that was probably that was probably my wife holding. Oh, uh, okay. But, okay. Um, but yeah, Abby. Uh, but like I, I mean, I, I'm just telling you, like. Like her, like her brother. Of course, he's he's in good shape, so he's in the pool, shirtless, right. hanging out with the baby. You know, my wife's sitting in the pool with the baby. I'm there's zero percent chance I'm taking my shirt off in right. front of my wife's parents. And I lived with them for a while. When we lived with them, they still have never seen me shirtless, oh. and they never will. <laughs> they never, <laughs> exactly. Unless I drop like a hundred pounds, they're not seeing me. Shirtless. And that's not going to happen. Let's be honest no. here. So, uh... oh yeah, zero percent <laughs> chance. Zero percent chance. But yeah, you made it back. You made it back from Pittsburgh. Yeah. I saw you hit up a Pirates game. Yes, and uh, well, to to end the Fourth of July little talk right there to go along with it. Uh, so we obviously got seconds, obviously, which is you know yeah. a typical thing for Fourth of July and mostly any holiday. Or any day for us, um, but literally later that night. Okay, most of her family kind of left, extended family left, and then they had the neighbors that were just kind of like hanging on the deck and everything like that. So we were talking to them a little bit, and then me and her went inside because then everyone was like, "Oh, I guess it's time to leave" and stuff like that. So me and her were cleaning up, and then her parents went to bed, and we just sat there. We were watching like Netflix or something like that, just hanging out, and uh, made one more drink. Obviously, it was only like you know, like ten, ten thirty. Um, at that point, but then we made one more drink and we were like, man, we need to eat some more. And we ended up going <laughs> into the kitchen and we made a whole nother uh, plate. Late night, the late night plate. Yeah. The late night plate. At, at one point I told one of her cousins, I sat there uh, in one of those, um, those like plastic chairs that have like the huge armrests. I don't know if you remember those. And, uh, I sat there and he just, he's just, he's just like, just hanging out, man. And I said, I'm trying to stretch out my stomach actually. So like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to extend my stomach. Cause I, I literally will throw up in a second, but, um, Oh, it's tough. It's tough. You gotta yeah. like ride that line of like, still like you want to impress your girlfriend's parents. Like you want to look good in front of them, but at the same time, you got to do you. If yeah. you're hungry, you're a hungry man. You're, you're not going to sit there eating carrots. You're going to go get your sausage and burgers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. My plate was just full. But we'll probably get into that a little bit later. But Sure, sure. Yeah, so I was in Pittsburgh. I uh, met, her, met her family for the first time, which was nice. Um, still haven't met her sister uh, and her husband because uh, they live in Indiana. But at the same time, you know, we had a good time. Went out a few times. Uh, went to the PNC Park Pirates game on Friday, which yeah. was nice because of the sole fact that uh, it was like 74 degrees or whatever it was, Perfect. Perfect uh, which weather. is beautiful. Uh, great you, park, oh, great yeah. weather. Well, I've always told you before that I always wanted to go to PNC, and I sent you a picture uh, through a text right. and stuff like that. And obviously, PNC is just like a – I mean, it's a scenic park. 
because they got the whole entire city in the background, the bridges in the background, yeah, all the that Clemente kind of stuff. Bridge. Oh, yeah. it's, so, it's so great. It was awesome, and, uh, and it's pretty cheap too. From from what I remember, Pittsburgh's one of those stadiums where like the prices aren't. I mean, the prices are always going to be high in any major league mm-hmm. stadium, but like I feel like in Pittsburgh is one of those places where it's not outrageous like it's a little bit cheaper than what you see in other parks i think not really um oh, well so. maybe it was like 10 years ago maybe <laughs> yeah, now they're like yeah no. that's the funny thing too is that we were looking at the, the ticket prices and we were in like left field or something of that nature uh and it literally lower bowl uh right. i guess i don't know if you want to call it bowl it's usually arenas but at the same time the ticket still was like you know 45 bucks and no, we're like for a pirate it's game? the pirates like, that's crazy like yeah. and was it Stub- StubHub? Uh, no, they actually got on the pirate site because because uh, oh, her dad okay. wanted to be on the aisle and on the end, and the pirate site was the only one that had those because uh, the other ones, you know, the aisles were in some weird sections or whatever. But yeah, you got to be able to stretch out the legs a little. With bit, the, the 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 thing about it was is that the beers that they were selling the little vendors were like thirteen eighty or something Ooh, like that. Okay, take back. I take back everything. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's why I said that because like back. maybe it was ten years ago when I went. But thirteen eighty. Yeah. It's oh, like that's I, insane. I, I mean, that's like as, I mean, that's you could buy a whole twelve pack. That's with the that. thing is I don't know if I even like I know seeing live sports is so great, but at the same time. You know, you and I, it's so easier for us to just go to the grocery, mm-hmm. buy a 12-pack for, you know, 10 bucks or whatever, and just drink and watch the game right. instead of going to the ballpark. I mean, imagine trying to drink four or five beers at a ballpark nowadays. You're spending 50 bucks. I mean, yeah. it's insane. I mean, it was... For it, Bud Light. Uh, yeah, you know? seriously, for a Bud Light. I mean, it's like you're not getting, like, an IPA <laughs> that's, crazy. like, amazing. Uh, but it was it was... It was a good time. I mean, obviously good. we didn't we didn't see great baseball or anything like that uh, because no. the Pirates were not that good and uh, they're like the third worst team in the major leagues. But it was yeah. And who I mean, cares about the Brewers? Too, and you know? and I I found out that apparently I think I texted you this that Mark Cuban apparently is from Pittsburgh. Right, he wants right, to buy right. the Pirates and he said, "Name your price and I'll buy the Pirates because <laughs> because the ownership sucks." A lot of a lot of heated moments uh, for Pittsburgh there for the Pirates because a lot of people were saying even waiters and waitresses were, were were talking trash about the Pirates, all this kind of stuff. It was pretty crazy, but um. It was definitely a fun time uh, at PNC because I've always wanted to go there. Um, but uh, we also saw it was funny because the game we went to, the Brewers' first three hits were all solo bombs. <laughs> so it was oh, like, I mean, and, and three of them or two of uh, the three were like 460. So they oh, were yeah. they if were I, bombs, bombs. If you, if you held a gun in my head and asked me to name five players on the Pirates team right now, I wouldn't be able to do it. Oh, yeah. I just know the catcher because he's on my fantasy, Jacob Stallings. I know. I'm pretty sure Starling Marte is still on the team. I no. could be wrong. Starling Marte is okay. on, the, on the Marlins. On uh, Marlins now. Okay, then he was one of the last guys yep. in the Pirates that I knew. Um, one of the last good guys that they keep selling off. <laughs> yeah, it's like, besides that, I know there's the guy with the long hair who plays shortstop, um, but he might be not even, he might be hurt now. I don't well, even Wilmer know. Wilmer Defoe is on their team. Well, that's crazy. Well, that's crazy. Well, he, and he's not even starting, which is even crazier yeah, because he's uh, not that good of a player if he can't start for the Pirates. Wild, it's a wild franchise, man. Yeah. Well, it was funny, though, because, like, literally they were talking about, uh, like, one or two players that got snubbed from the All-Star team or something like that. I'm like, come on. You got, you guys, one or two players <laughs> getting snubbed. Uh, was, yeah, let's, let's be honest. The Pirates. Talking about we'll, – so we'll talk about it here in a second with uh, Mark – or not, I was going to say Mark Sanchez. No, Mark, Max Scherzer. I mean, <laughs> right. We got a lot to talk about like on that. that. But, yeah, but. so overall, good weekend in Pittsburgh. My very first good. time in Pittsburgh. Went, to, uh, went uh, to this thing called the Incline. We didn't end up going to it. Um, oh, I've done that where you sit on the thing and it takes you up to that place. Yeah, so yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah, it was a line for the first time. They, my my, oh, my wow. girlfriend and her dad said like it was a, it was the first time ever they saw a line there, 
and uh, we wow. ended up just driving up there, parking on some side street. And there's, uh, there's an ice cream shop up there. I remember that I got ice cream at one time. I don't know. I'm, maybe there's multiple, but I just remember I have a distinct memory of being up there after you go up, up the incline. There's like a place that sells ice cream. It's one some of the best ice cream I've ever. Really? Had. <laughs> and have great. you ever gone to? Uh, they, I don't know. They call it the Strip or something like that, where they have like all these restaurants and, and like shops that sell t-shirts for like five know. bucks. It's been it's been a while. Been I don't know. I, I forgot what they exactly called it, um, but. You know, I, we were hanging out with some of her friends. Who, it was a few hours, and they're all like Penguins fans and stuff like that. Ooh. And it was, I'm you know, sorry. it was, I, yeah, yeah, right. So, but it was fun. The funny thing was, is that she told me specifically, and I'll say this because it's the DC crossover. She told me specifically, I cannot take any DC stuff up to Pittsburgh because they hate DC. And I understand right. that they do not like, you know, and I'll, I'll just keep naming some stuff off. The Caps won in the Cup recently. The Caps in general. Uh, the Washington football team beating the sure. Steelers. The, you know, the fact all that, that kind of the, stuff. The Nationals are great and the, Pits and, and the Pirates. <laughs> yeah, I just, get it. I just get stuff it. like that. And and I, I, want, I was joking around with her, and I was like, I'm going to wear my Tom Wilson jersey up there. And she said, don't do that. Uh, and That's going to cause some trouble. Yeah, so I, I, I was smart enough. I listened to her, and I said, okay, Mike, just don't pack any DC stuff. And I, I felt naked because Which I – Which is weird because you're the DC guy. You always have a jersey or a shirt <laughs> I or always have something DC yeah, on. Yeah, you're always – Rocking Ooh, I felt really stuff. naked that that this past weekend. Not yeah. literally, but figuratively. Yeah. Well, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> um, well, that was the, the. I'm glad you're back. I know you came back today. Mm-hmm. I know you're tired, but we got some big things ahead on the show here. Uh, again, coming up is the best summer food and drinks draft. But first, we got to step back a little bit and hit up the rewind machine and talk a little bit about what happened in this past week in DC sports. In case you missed it. We'll start with the Washington Wizards. Not a whole lot of movement on the coaching front, but according to Adrian Wojnarowski, he does have four guys that are supposedly the finalists for the Wizards head coaching spot, and they all happen to be assistants right now. He's got Jamal Mosley with the Mavs, Darvin Ham, former Detroit Pistons, for the Bucks, Charles Lee for the Bucks as well, and then Wes Unsell Jr., who, uh, who I said is going to be the head coach of the Washington Wizards. So, Woj has said that those are the finalists right now. Who knows? Uh, nothing really new in Caps land. For the Nats, of course, uh, their past week, three and four on the week. Everything started on Monday, that fun one-game set with the Nets, uh, where the Nats won eight to four. Uh, that, this was a pretty important game where the Nats really had to be able to get this one down, uh, and they did. Schwarber hits a couple bombs, becomes the first player in MLB history to hit 15 homers in a 17-day span. Unreal. Absolutely crazy. On Tuesday, the Nats beat the Rays 4-3. to Schwarber with another leadoff homer. Uh, Ross picks up his fifth win. And on Wednesday, beat the Rays again. Trey Turner gets his third cycle in his career. They beat the Rays 15-6. Shout out to Trey Turner, who is on my fantasy team as well. <laughs> that gave me like the same amount of points a pitcher would get in a normal start. And after those three wins, Mike, that is when the good fortune started to turn because that is when the Dodgers came to town on Thursday and things went downhill. Very, very downhill. Very down the incline in Pittsburgh, uh, as we can uh, <laughs> relate down. Uh, but, yeah, the Dodgers just literally ran train on the Nats this weekend. It was not good. While I was at the Pittsburgh game, I was following the game on Friday uh, where the Dodgers scored nine runs in the seventh inning. Uh, that was great because they were up and they ended up losing the lead. 
Thursday, though, they lost the Dodgers 6-2. Max Muncy hits a grand slam. The game ended in five-and-a-half innings due to rain. Uh, but I, like I said, Friday lost the Dodgers 10-5. Nine runs, the bullpen just gave up the game, and it was terrible to see. Saturday, they lost the Dodgers 5-3. Eight, eight, uh, to three. A.J. Pollock hits the go-ahead single in the sixth inning. So, again, another loss. Not a lot of runs scored. Uh, and then Sunday... Uh, yesterday for 4th of July, the 11.05 start or whatever early it was, and half the people probably in the nation weren't even up. Uh, Pujols hits the go-ahead single in the 7th, and again, the Dodgers sweep the Nats, which is not a good sign because now we have the Padres and the Giants and the Padres again. It's like, oh, great. Finally, we're in a nice little <laughs> nice little win streak, and then all of a sudden it just gets you know thrown to pieces because the Dodgers just killed us. Then moving on, lastly, to the WFT, the Washington football team. The uh, slight news, the NFL hands down a $10 million fine to the WFT on Thursday after the sexual harassment investigation. Tanya Snyder, the wife of Daniel Snyder, was named the team's co-CEO this week. Not really big news or anything like that. Not really great news. Not really anything that affects the team too, too much. Uh, some people were asking me, like, what does that mean for Dan Snyder and stuff like that? Not really anything. I don't think that at all. I mean, nothing yeah. nothing really at all. They've said, you know, he's going to step away and do, you know, and get away from some of the day-to-day stuff. But if we know Dan Snyder, I mean, the guy's always going to have a, a, a finger on the pulse with this team oh, yeah. in some capacity. He's not the type to step away. Um, so who knows? Who knows what's going to happen here? $10 million fine, um, which – you know, you've seen the tweets and things like we're not going to dive into this subject matter too much because there's so much right. so much people more qualified than us have dive, dove into this as far as you know the actual the the, the claims and and um, you know the sexual harassment and things like that within the organization um, but uh, you can see the tweets I mean ten million dollars to a billionaire is really not that much so yeah. you know it's 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 an ongoing story hopefully the franchise is headed in a better direction that's all we can hope for is that um, people are not going to be uh, put in any bad positions moving forward, and hopefully uh, the Washington football team will learn their lessons and things like that. But we'll we'll keep an eye on it, and as the season moves closer and closer, we will, again, start talking a little bit more football talk, but we're still a few weeks away from that. Uh, but we do have some baseball to talk the about. Washington Nationals. So we do have some Washington Nationals stuff to talk about here on this episode before we get to the food and drinks draft. Uh, so the Nats right now, 40 and 42, their third place in the NL East as we approach the all-star break. And speaking of all-stars, the Nats do have three all-stars. First time all-stars, all three of them. It's kind of crazy to think about that. The fact that Trey Turner is an all-star for the first time. The fact that Juan Soto is an all-star for the first time. When you think about how good these guys have been, especially guys like Trey Turner, who's had really, really good seasons in the past and still hasn't made an all-star team. And, and uh, you know, Juan Soto, who's known as one of the best hitters in the game right now, this is his first all-star team. And then, you know, Kyle Schwarber, which it's weird to think, but I feel like Kyle Schwarber made this all-star team because of the last three weeks he's had. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, that's that's how he got it, was, was just going bananas at the plate. He kind of forced his way in to the all-star game. Yeah. I mean, with how hot he's been, but... It's kind of nice to see Trey and, and Juan get the get the All Star credit. Yeah, I mean you're looking at Trey and, and and Juan Soto. You know, should have possibly made it last year if they had a full season or whatever. These guys have the talent. Juan Soto has been in the MVP voting and different things of that nature. Trey Turner, he's just 
He's a quiet guy. He has some slight power numbers, but more so he hits for average, stolen bases, different things of that nature. Um, but he's hitting over 300, has stolen bases, and the guy is one of the premier shortstops. But he's not like one of these guys that goes out there and has, you know, a personality to the point where, I mean, look at Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard. That's why I saw him the other day on, on uh, SportsCenter or something like that, that Kawhi Leonard has, like, no shoe deal because he has no personality. And I'm not saying Trey Turner's a dud. I'm just saying you look at other guys around the leagues, and those guys are, you know, you know behind the mics all the time and different things of that nature. I think Trey Turner's just kind of like a like an in-the-clubhouse type leader, not really shows too much uh, theatrics or anything like that on the field or anything of that nature. Yeah, the Nats, the Nats, it's interesting. The Nats haven't really had – I'd say, you know, Bryce Harper was kind of the most – flamboyant and right. brash guy <laughs> that this organization has had because it just doesn't it doesn't seem like the Nats ever really have those guys right. that are like really big in the spotlight. I mean obviously Max Scherzer's in the spotlight because, you know, he he does those kind of theatrics on the mound, always like always, you know, looking kind of crazy <laughs> and stuff right. like that on the mound. And but once he, you take him off the mound, he's really kind of like a, a laid back guy. Oh, yeah. Um you see him in the so, dugout all the time going like just like having fun all the time. Yeah. I mean like Juan Soto <laughs> I think is is up there yeah. because of the Soto Shuffle and because he's he you know he loves the game and he plays kind of uh, in a fun way. So, but besides that, the Nats don't really have those guys that are like um, Jason Wurz always in the like headlines that. and stuff like that. You know, yeah, um, for things that they say. I mean, Bryce was probably the last guy that was like that for sure, for sure. And that's the biggest thing is and going back to the Schwarber thing, him being the first time All Star. Just like you said, he definitely got in over the last three weeks, mainly because yeah. we were trashing him. Now this is episode sixty eight. We were pretty much trashing him in episode sixty four or something like that because yeah. he was hitting like you know one eighty six or whatever with like three bombs, and now all of a sudden he has like thirty bombs or something like that. I think it's like twenty five, I believe. Um, but that, that's the biggest thing is, you know, he's basically held this team together, held the glue together. Uh, him and I would say Trey Turner as well because Trey Turner's hitting over 300. Uh, but those two guys have been solid for this team because of the sole fact that they have produced some offensive numbers and t- taken some of the pressure off of Juan Soto or Josh Bell. And I think, honestly, seeing, you know, Kyle Schwarber actually go out there and hit all these bombs, I think that took a lot of pressure off of Josh Bell because we were trashing him in the exact same episode as Kyle Schwarber because we were comparing both of them and seeing their numbers and saying, you know, this is not what Mike Rizzo signed up for and different things of that nature. Um, but I think that took a lot of pressure off Josh Bell because he's loosened up a little bit, raised his average, has a few nice bombs, had a grand slam uh, in the 13-12 to game against the Mets, uh, which was huge. So you're looking at it right now and just saying – this team without Kyle Schwarber is, you know, and we can move into it right now. Uh, if you, unless you want to go back to the All Star thing with Max Scherzer. Well, well no, let's let's t- stay on the injury side of things because okay. it's been yeah. it's been tough to watch. Like, I just really want to talk about that. That's why I'm moving on. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's tough to watch. I mean, it's uh, this Dodger series, especially you you're seeing the holes in this mm-hmm. lineup. Yep. Without Trey and without Kyle Schwarber, I mean, relief pitching uh, too, and the, and the bullpen is in shambles. I mean, it's tough. I mean, I, sh- I mean, Paolo, Paolo Espino did his best as far as like in that Dodgers game uh, matched up with Clayton Kershaw on that game on Fox, and you know he pitched pretty well. Uh, but this team just doesn't have a chance when you don't have. I mean, think about how good this team was playing uh, just a few weeks ago because all their guys were healthy. You had Trey in the lineup. You had Kyle Schwarber in the lineup. You had some help in the bullpen going. You had. That's when this team is fully healthy. They are a very good baseball team. Yep. When they're hurt, their depth is not very good. I mean, Mike, we signed Elcidas Escobar, 
who hadn't played in a major league game since 2018. Yeah. Uh, now, credit to him. He got a couple hits over the past few days. Good for him. Everybody's saying, oh, maybe this guy could be a long-term option. Hold your horses a little yeah. bit. I mean, the guy hasn't played in the major leagues for three years. Just because he's got a couple hits, it's because the pitchers are like, I don't even remember this guy. <laughs> I don't really know what to throw him to get him out. Fastballs. <laughs> I mean, we're bringing in guys like Gerardo Parra. You're bringing in Alcides Escobar. You're, there's, it just shows you this team is not uh, – the depth is not there. Yeah. Because otherwise, otherwise you'd hope to be able to bring some guys from the farm system and stuff like that. They can't. They have to go sign guys that won the World Series five years ago. You yeah, know? exactly. And that's the biggest thing you're looking at is our schedule. Obviously, I mentioned it earlier that we have to play the Padres, and we have to play the Giants, and then we go into the All-Star break, and then we come back and play the Padres again. So we have a gauntlet, but I believe it's the Mets, if I'm not mistaken, have to play the Pirates. or It's either the Mets or Braves, I think. Maybe it's the Phillies. I don't know. It's one of the three teams have to play the Pirates seven times. So while we're playing the Padres seven times, they play the Pirates, who I just watched. Not that impressive. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and you're looking at it and saying, we can't win against the Dodgers. I even texted you and said, this game with Max Scherzer, Max Scherzer went out there, pitched great. And I believe that was the 10-5 to game where he goes out there, pitches six strong innings, one earned run. They're up 3-1, to one, I believe, when he left the game. And then all of a sudden, the bullpen comes in there and lets in nine runs. I mean, it's just like you can't have that. With I mean, a major league bullpen needs to go in there and just manage the game. Okay, you let in a run, maybe two. Okay, that kind of sucks. Uh, but you can't have your ace go out there because Steven Strasburg's not, not not playing right now either. And go out there and and and, and pitch a, an unbelievable game against a team that has bats that are you know up there. I mean, obviously Albert Pujols is like a secondary bat for them, but you know that's right. taking the pressure off of him and you know you know his pedigree over the years. But you're looking at it and saying people like Scherzer cannot be you know, and this is the whole entire thing with Jordan Zimmerman too. When Jordan Zimmerman was on this team for about maybe two or three years, he didn't get like any run support. I think his run support was like .67 throughout like three right. seasons. It was nothing. And you saw him go out there, and his ERA was like 2.3 or something like that. Uh, and, and it's just like something that is a huge glaring issue is always the pitching. And I think that, you know, the Jordan Zimmerman you know, comparison, I'm just saying that's like one of the things that was, was a glaring issue for that particular person. But – Looking for Max Scherzer, and you know, you even uh, typed in on our outline that he has a 2.1 ERA. That is huge. That is great to have, especially for a guy that's in the later half of his career. That yeah. you know, everyone's saying, "Oh, they might trade him. They might not." And these four four losses have been detrimental to possibly thinking, "Oh, yeah, we're leaning heavily towards keeping him and trying to make a run at this thing." Even though we're looking at the standings, look at the standings right now. Okay, we lost those games, but we're still four games, four games back. I mean, I believe right. we were, was it three games after the the last Mets game? Uh, I, th- I think it was that. Yeah, they, they got as close as to uh, close as within two. It was yeah, after the right. Mets game, It was they were two games okay. back, the Nets were, yeah. Yeah, so you're just looking at it, and I'm just saying that this whole entire Dodger series was, and the funny thing was, I was following the Padres saying, like, why the F are the Padres not scoring runs? It's the Phillies. The Phillies yeah. are not that great. Know, and it's just, it just irritates. Because I saw it today. The Phillies, their best uh, hitter in average is Harper. He's hitting like 260. Like, right. you, I mean, you, right. can't, you can't go out there and have Fernando Tatis and, and their whole entire lineup go out there and score one or two runs or whatever and have the Phillies beat them. They had a, a good shot to come back in the ninth and win. I think they were uh, up or they were down 3-1. to one. They came back and tied it in the ninth, I believe, in game one of that series. Anyways, besides the point, I'm getting off a rant. Um, it's just 
when I look at it right now, the Nats cannot let the. I mean, they gotta they gotta stop the hemorrhaging of the of, of the whole entire you know second half of this first half of the season. I oh, hundred percent. This is this is a detrimental spot right here. It is. It is. This is a tricky spot to be because the Mets just got to play the disaster New York Yankees um, and beat beat up on them because the Yankees just are just a mess. I mean, there was one of the games where the Yankees were up. It was it was the doubleheader day. So it was a seven inning game. Yankees were up five to four in the top of the seventh when I turned off. That was game game one, right? And they lost. Yeah. And they lost uh, 10 to five or whatever it was. It was like, what? I just I just saw the (laughs) score. I thought the game was over. I thought the Yankees were going to be able to take one. Mm -hmm. Terrible. Uh, One last thing. uh, Speaking of all star is the fact that Max Scherzer and you mentioned his ERA. Max Scherzer is a. I mean, and I don't really love to do the oh he's a snub yeah. and things like that because I, like I think I think people get get too into that where they start saying oh my my guy was left off the team you know the league hates this team and they hate this guy and all this stuff what the heck how come he's not on the team but I mean objectively you look at Max Scherzer and Hugh Darvish you look at their numbers and Max Scherzer has better numbers and Hugh Darvish is the all star so that's just it it blows my across mind across the board I mean, that's the thing it. it Here's the thing. I mean, Scherzer has pitched fewer innings, only by eight, so only like a start. But he's given up like almost 20 less hits. He's given up fewer walks. He's struck out more guys in less innings pitched. He's given up one more home run, the Max Scherzer special, the solo bombs. He's got a little bit higher war, um, definitely a better ERA. And this guy has made seven straight all-star teams. He was going for number eight, and Max Scherzer's not an all-star. That just it it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, you just look at the numbers. This is baseball. This is what we do. We look at the numbers. That's the whole part of baseball is looking at the numbers and comparing guys. And he doesn't make the all-star team. Max Scherzer is pitching at his age. He's pitching one of having one of his best seasons that he's ever had as far as like a first half. Uh, he's having like a career first half at that two ten ERA, seven and four record, and the guy's not an all-star. It doesn't make any sense to me, Mike. Right. It and that's doesn't make the biggest, any sense. That's the biggest thing, too, is he's had a lot of pressure on him. Max Scherzer has had so much yeah. pressure on his starts because of the first, whatever it was, four, f- 40 games or something where the Nats can only score like two or three runs a game. I mean, the pressure that a starting pitcher has to, you know, on their shoulders to not let up. I mean, thinking about it, like, I mean, I'll go back to the Pirates because obviously I'm all Pittsburgh out right now. Sure. You know, go back to the Pirates. Look at every pitcher that's on that staff. You know how much pressure they have to say, like, you know, I'm on this Pirates team that's not that good, but at the same time, you know, if I let up two home runs in this game, we already lost. That's going to affect my whole entire stat line. Now, obviously, wins and losses don't really matter too much when it comes to starting pitchers because, you know, a guy can have, you know, a 1.7 ERA and have 12 losses, you know, which makes no sense. But when you're looking at it in in, in this sense – it just comes down to, as you mentioned, he has stats across the board, across the board that are yep. better. And that's the problem is it's not like saying, oh, well, he has a better ERA, but then Darvish has more home or more Ks and, and less walks or something like that. But he still has a better ERA. You know, the problem is when people say they got snubbed, they look at like one or two stats. They don't look at right. seven stats and say yeah. he's considerably better than it's you, not Darvish. not pick on Darvish. Darvish is having a great season too, but I mean – it's not like it, – it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, Max Scherzer, again, seven straight All-Star appearances. If the guy was stinking up this year, then I wouldn't even bring that up. Right. Um, because, like, it doesn't – just because you've been to it seven times before doesn't mean you automatically get to go in number eight. But at the same time, just 
he's having a tremendous season. Right. And it just sucks. It sucks for him because, like, you know, Max, he's not that he's like cares about that side of things, but he's a competitor. Yeah, you know, and like he's one of he's one of the face one of the faces of the franchise. And I think you get some great young talent getting into the All Star game for the first time, like Soto and Turner. It'd be great to see the old guy. Max Scherzer, I mean, Kyle Schwarber's in the All-Star game, and Max Scherzer's not in the All-Star. I know they play different positions, but still, that yeah. seems a little strange. Yeah, and you, also, strange. and you also look at, like I mentioned before, I believe you Darvish is on the Padres, correct? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's on the Padres, who, is, who are right now considerably better than the Nats. We can say that. Yeah, like 10 of, games, they've got 10 more wins. Yeah, because of, because of wins, and also their division is more, is, is obviously, I mean, they have the three best teams in the NL, pretty much. So let's Right, be, and they're in third place yeah. in their division, which so, is wild. So let's let's look at it right there. He has the run support. He has one of the best players in baseball in Fernando Tatis. I mean, he has guys across the board that can give him those runs. And that's what I was talking about the pressure deal is because if you know your team's going to go out there and score four-plus runs, okay, you get the Scherzer or the Strasburg bomb left and right uh, with the solos in the first inning or the third inning or whatever the hell it is. Uh, Most of the time for Strasburg, it's always one inning. And then Scherzer, it's usually the first inning. Uh, yeah, it's but usually the first, you know, the solo bomb. Yeah, Strasburg will like mess up in like the f- fifth inning or something like that, right, and then yeah. the rest Once of the he game gets through that. He's <laughs> yeah, good. exactly. Yeah. So that's just the biggest thing is that you know that the Padres, and I don't have the numbers in front of me for the the run. You know, I know the run differential. I believe is like plus ninety or something like that. So oh, let's it's, be, cr- it's something crazy. Uh, yeah, let, let, let's be honest here. So you're looking at right. it and saying that the Nats are putting more pressure on Scherzer, and he's performing. You Darvish, he's getting less pressure on him, and he's still performing, but at a lesser clip. I would I would say than. Scherzer, so I th- we can officially say, which we don't like to say, that he got snubbed and got, he got snubbed and got, and got totally snubbed. I mean, this is all I can say. He did, he did. Um, Let me take a uh, sip of this because I need. And we'll it. keep an eye on the All Star <laughs> stuff here. It'll be fun to watch here about a week from uh, yeah next weekend. Uh, I believe it's like the fourteenth or thirteenth or something. Yeah. So um, seven games so to I go. Guess, so that will be that will be fun. Uh, we've got uh, on the forecast upcoming the Nats four at San Diego. Three at San Fran. Oh man, if this team comes back and they've lost like these next seven, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough because you just clawed your way back after having such a poor start to the season. Mm -hmm. Now you're just two games below 500. They had gotten all the way back to 500. uh, And now with those four uh, losses to the Dodgers, that puts you back a little bit. I mean, San Diego is going to be tough. San Fran's going to be tough. Those are two very good NL West teams. Uh, this might get ugly, Mike. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried. Yeah, oh, I, I'm definitely worried as well because of the sole fact that I, I hoped that in the Dodgers series we would split that at least at minimum. Uh, Schwarber getting hurt was not planned, so that obviously screwed us over. But at the same time, the bullpen was just atrocious, so Carl Schwarber could have two grand slams and we'd still probably lose. But at the yeah. same time, you're no, like, we don't even have him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, but we have seven games. I think right now, again, I said the magic number is five. Stay within five games, hopefully, of the Mets, and then, or, or, or honestly, whoever is is in first of the time, uh, and and we'll see what happens. But right now, I think I'm hoping for at least four four wins in the next seven games. Four 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 would be fine with me because four. I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna get four, but we'll see. I'm just saying we'll four see. would be fine. <laughs> Four would be great. Four, Four would be would an be escape. <laughs> ah, well, now we'll sit back here and let's we take the pressure off a little bit, Mike. Let's get it. Because we are going to do one of our drafts here. And on this episode, we are going to be hitting up the best summer food and drinks draft. Some clarifications is how this is going to work. Um, so the idea is uh, food and drinks that may be best consumed 
in the summertime. So in theory, it could be a type of food that you consume really any time of year, but it needs you want to draft the Focused. foods and drinks that are, are best yeah. in the summertime. So the Mike and I, the rule is we have to you, we get our five picks, just like we've done in the past. You yeah. get your five starting uh, spots on your basketball team. But you have to at least have one drink and one food within the five. If you do one drink and four foods, that's fine. I mean, it doesn't matter. But it's, you, you got to have at least one of each. Uh, so you can't you say can... like Oktoberfest, Sam Adams or something like that. Right, right. Yeah, summer. yeah, yeah, exactly. It has to be summer related. Um, I have a feeling we're going to get a lot of people say stuff on Twitter about that. They're going to say, well, you, for, you, for, you forgot this one. You know, it's like. I know, I know. It's Reese peanut butter eggs. You know, it's like. But uh, Reese peanut butter eggs. Um, and we also are abandoning the snake draft style. We're just going to go yeah. back and forth with our picks. I like that. This makes sense with two people. Uh, if we had like four people, then maybe a snake draft would make more sense. But with just Mike and I, we're going to go back and forth with the picks. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I've got a pretty good list here. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to drop some bombs on you here. Um, because Schwarber uh, wh- while the voting was technically 50-50 on the Twitter poll from the last draft, uh, I would I honorably would give you last draft. I think you had a slightly better draft than me. Um, so I'm looking to come back. Might have been different and, if we did the, the, this type of draft, though, this, t- this style. Yeah, right, right. right exactly, one. exactly. So I will hold the number under the desk here out of camera shot, um, and then you're going to guess, and that will decide the draft order. Two. It is a two. It is a two. All right, we're three All for right. three now. So Mike has the first pick. Oh, I don't need to bold that. Um, and uh, <laughs> I'm just getting the. I got to keep track of the. Yeah, you got to keep track of it. So um, we know. All right, Mike. So you are I'm so excited to get this one. You are officially on the clock. Um, so w- talk us through your process here. Okay, so when I was talking to my girlfriend in the car. Uh, she was naming some things that I'm not a fan of. So when I talk about okay. the best, uh, you know, and I'm kind of a pick eater when it comes to certain things. Sure. Um, and I might even like it, but I just, I just don't care to try it. And I'm 29 years old. Haven't cared to try it in 29 hey, years. You know what? Live your life. It's Mike. whatever. Um, I'm done telling people what to do. You, you live your life. <laughs> that's a, that's the funny thing is that when we were talking about it in the car, um, she said a comment, uh, which made sense. Okay. It did make okay. sense. She said, well, that thing is not, you know, a universal thing. And I'm saying it's more so like if you're looking at the summer, we're talking about the summer in, in the U.S., okay? Yeah. You know, typical stuff like that. I'm not talking about I'm not going to have, like, spaghetti and meatballs, you know, from Italy or something like <laughs> hey, that. I mean, it is great. It is great. Um, I wouldn't pick it for this trip. Yeah, no. so I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm focusing on things that are uh, in season. I will say okay. in season, different things okay. of that nature. I like that. I like um, that. It is somewhat local, somewhat local. So the first pick is in. The first pick is in. We still didn't come up okay. with team names. I wish we came up with team names. All right. The team name or the, the, the team's pick is Maryland Blue Crab. Maryland Ooh. Blue Crab. How about oh, that? Okay. 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 I, I like the pick there. Um, it is definitely something that is a seasonal type thing. It's a regional thing, yeah. But it's one of those things where if you've ever had it, it's it's fantastic. It's a, it's a, it's an experience, exactly. You know the the breaking you you got the mallets on the table, yep. and you, it's messy, and it's like it's a whole thing. You got the old bay covered in old um, bay, and it's it's a summer activity. You don't you don't do the Maryland blue crabs in December, yeah. you know, when it's snowing outside. Like that's a 
hey, we've got this big old table. You got that checkered picnic table thing, you know, like yep. uh, uh, covering up the picnic table. Newspapers, you got, all you that just kind of bu- crap. You, yeah, exactly. You just drop a bunch of crabs on the table. There's corn. There's, uh, you know, there's mallets. There's, as you mentioned, and, and that's just a good time. It's a good time. It's a fun. Everybody's having a good time. And that's the biggest thing. Is It's not like you're sitting there and trying to get full. You're basically just sitting there. And honestly, blue crabs and crabs and most seafoods out there, they're like such little calories that you don't really care. It's more of a socializing type of thing. So I like Maryland blue crabs because you know everyone calls them Maryland blue crabs because you can get like king crabs somewhere else or lobster in Maine and all that kind of crap. But you're looking at Maryland blue crabs, like you said, you get the, the old bay seasoning out there. I prefer melted butter. Uh, with yeah. my, oh, yeah. my mom prefers uh, vinegar and stuff like that. So everyone likes different things. Um, right. But like I said, it's more of a socializing thing. You, you can't can sit go there. wrong. You can't go wrong. It's a good time. Yeah, you sit there and, and socialize about it, and then you have a good time, and you're not you know stuffing your face and feeling like a tick like I did on Fourth of July. You're messy. Is, it's, and that's the funny thing. It's so much work for just like so little like food each time yep. because like those crabs are so are, are they're good size, but they're not. Yeah, you're like you said, there's not like a main lobster or anything like that. So like. It's a lot of work, but it's more about the social aspect. Exactly. You get messy, your fingers get all gross, but it's a good time. It's, yeah. And it's fun. Yeah, that's a great pick. Thanks. That's a great pick. <laughs> and that's not even on my draft board, so that's that, that's a really good pick. I, came, I was really um, excited when I came up with it because I was like, what am I forgetting? No. What am I forgetting? There I mean, I'm telling you, you brought it. Number one oh, pick I'm, is I'm bringing solid. it. I'm bringing it. You know who's going to love that pick? Joe Deck. Isn't mm-hmm. he a Maryland guy? He's a big uh, Baltimore well, Orioles fan. He likes fan. the Orioles, so I mean, I, I know he doesn't live in Baltimore, I don't think, but you know. He's he's a Maryland guy. He voted against my picks, though. He voted against my picks last time. He voted for me last time. Shout out to you, Joe Deck. All right, so (laughs) with my pick here, I was kind of wavering because there are certain picks where I'm like, could I wait and get and get this oh, yeah. in the third round? Sleeper, or or would I? Do I need to take it now? And I think I need to take this guy now because I just I want to avoid any chance of you taking him later okay. uh, before me. So I am going to go with the Slurpee oh, as one of my drinks here. I'm going to go with the Slurpee. I think it's one of those things where you know it is available year round. But there is sometimes there is nothing better than on a hot day, you're near a Seven Eleven, you stop in, you get the biggest size that they have. You got to put the top on it first. That's the trick. You put the top on it first yep. and leave the hole. That way you can fill it all the way up to that top. Exactly. And I mean, I'm like I'm an every flavors guy. It's a science. I usually go. I stop in to get some of the Coca Cola as my base layer. Oh. Then I move on to the cherry. I get a couple layer of cherry. And then I mix it up. Maybe they have the blue raspberry. I'll throw that in there. They have that lemon lime one sometimes. I, mean, I like to, typically I like every single flavor available when it comes to a slurpee. There's really not a slurpee flavor I don't like, except for sometimes they have peach. I'm not really a Ew. big peach guy. Peach. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've seen it before. But Coke and uh, cherry are some of the best combinations when it comes to the slurpee. But, dude, it's, it's hot out. You go get a slurpee. I remember when I used to play men's league basketball, we would go, that was tradition, was after we'd play basketball, we'd go and get Slurpees after the game and sit in the parking lot and just shoot the crap and, like, have a good time while drinking our Slurpees on a hot summer night, man. Slurpees. Hot summer is night. My number, is my number one pick. That is a good one. I totally forgot about that. I spaced on it a little bit. Um, I didn't really think about places to go buy things. Um, I did think about, you know, like, the theme stuff for Fourth of July and everything like that, like, kind of like you mentioned, the cupcakes and stuff like that. But I didn't really think about the Slurpee. So that is a good pick. That is a good one. I think it, put, it could have been a sleeper because I wouldn't have thought about it. Okay. See, that's my problem. <laughs> I, I could have gotten it later. 
But I really wanted, I wanted yeah. to make sure I got the Slurpee. So I got it. I got it out of the way. And I, I, so, honest, I honestly, uh, <laughs> when, I talk, when talking about Slurpees, I haven't got one in years. Well, you're missing out. Yeah. You I get am. the 7 Eleven, uh, just free, free Slurpee day. You get the 7 Eleven app, you get a free Slurpee every like 10 Slurpees or something like that. No, I'm not saying here I'm eating Slurpees every day or anything. Right. Right. Um, right. But I will say, like, uh, there, there's just something special about a hot day and drinking a Slurpee. Touche, so touche. That's my pick. All right. Now on to my second pick. I am looking at different things on this list. And we, I know the rule is we got to get one drink. So you got your drink. Um, yeah. I'm trying to look at this list and just kind of, kind of trying to figure out what I need. I I think I came up with this one because, and I texted it to my girlfriend, and I keep mentioning her because I tell her a lot of things that I'd like to talk a lot. Uh, if I'm not talking to you through text or my other other buddies, and I'm talking to her, and she doesn't, God like bless it. her. She doesn't. You know, that's that's why I say God bless her. God bless me. Um. So here we go. I got my next pick. My next pick is okay. in. So I'm going with another meat because apparently that's all I eat, according to my girlfriend. Sure. Uh, <laughs> and this one has an extra layer to it, and it is something that I thought of literally an hour before the show. So my second pick for the team with no name is pigs in a blanket. Pigs in wow. a blanket. Because wow. you think about it, everyone likes the hot dogs or whatever it may be, and hot dogs are nice and stuff like that. But don't you want to have something in one bite? And just, you know, dip it in some sauce or whatever. I love sauce. And you dip it in the sauce, you have it in one bite, and you're just like, hell yeah, this tastes awesome with ketchup or barbecue sauce or whatever the hell. Your your face in our Zoom is not looking so hot. I don't know if I'm – I mean, like, look, are pigs and blanket great? Yeah, for sure. I just don't know, like, without – I just think, like, in the hierarchy of <laughs> c- cylindrical meats, pig in the blanket – is pretty low. I mean, I'm putting hot dogs, I'm putting sausages, I'm putting corn dogs all above the pigs in a blanket. I just I went with this something is that's a easy. Wild pick to it, take it, oh well, I took Angela. Spot. I took Angela DeVecchio in like my second or third round. I so. just I I'm <laughs> shocked. I am shocked you went pigs in a blanket yeah. over like a hot dog. Well, that I, is why. That's the biggest thing. Is like yesterday there were hot dogs and sausages wow. and I tried to go against the grain and I had a sausage instead of a hot dog because hot dogs are like I said hot dogs are great but hot dogs are just and I mean I understand that in the summertime you can have hot dogs all the time and they're great because you're at the pool or whatever but I just think that like a hot dog you can have it in like the winter time you just either boil them or grill them or whatever you want to do and you, you know you just have it for a, a, a dinner one night right really quick for the kids or something like that you don't have pigs in a blanket throughout the year <laughs> no, you don't. I I can't remember. I haven't had pigs in a blanket in like a decade. <laughs> I don't even know when the last time. I've never thought to myself, man, it's summertime. Might as well throw on some pigs in the blanket. Like I think that's what we. Well, need you always to have that with. one family member that's like, all right, what's the easiest thing I can make? And pigs in a blanket. I mean, is usually pigs the in a blanket thing. are good. I'm not knocking the food. Yeah. I'm knocking the choice here at this stage of the draft. That's all. It's I'm out of left thinking. field, man. Because I think just to spite you. I think my next pick has got to be ballpark hot dogs oh. because I just think that it's specifically ballpark hot dogs are some of the most fun part of summer. You go to a minor league game or a major league game and there's something about eating a hot dog at a baseball stadium that where it just it just tastes better in that environment True. for some reason. I mean, I'm with you. Like, I'm not sitting at home housing hot dogs every <laughs> weekend or anything like that. Uh, by myself, like if I'm going to a barbecue, that's one thing. But if if I'm in a baseball stadium, okay, so you're like talking the, about the, the actual ballpark, not, not, not the 
Franks that you buy that say ballpark. No, no, no. I'm talking about specifically okay. at the ballpark, like Touché. at the baseball stadium. Gotcha. Hot dogs. So I'm I'm bringing in some of the I'm I'm being specific about the environment Touché. where I'm consuming this too. So I think that you're at the baseball game and there's just something great about having a hot dog at a baseball stadium. Now look, my only caveat with that is I know that stadiums nowadays have so many other food options. Um, out there and some really good food options, but I I like the classic. Yeah, and I think you you get the soda or the beer and the hot dog, and like yeah, maybe you're gonna go back three or four times to go get other foods con- at the concession stand, but you start with that hot dog. You that's your first consum- uh, consumed food. I think at the ball game is you got to start with that hot dog because it's tradition, it's classic. Right, and I think also when you look at a ballpark, you can't say like oh well I got to. Uh you know, this Ben's Chili Bowl or something like that. Like, that's not a ballpark food. That's just, like, a yeah. restaurant that's there. I mean, you look at all these different how, places. I know Ben's Chili Bowl is traditional D.C. I don't know how anybody gets that at a baseball game. When it's 95 degrees out, you're going to eat chili? It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah I, yeah, I don't understand that. Sometimes when you look at these different ballparks and stuff like that, they have, like, a Philly cheesesteak and stuff like that. It's like, all right, I, I want to have yeah. that somewhere else. I don't want to sit there and watch – you know the Phillies play the Marlins, and and I'm I'm housing this 12 inch. You gotta sub. think about eating like at your seat. You really don't want to be like oh, stuffing yeah. your face, like you said, a Philly cheesesteak sitting in your seat at the where it's you're kind of cramped in because yeah, oh, yeah. people left and right. It's like I'm not gonna be sitting there eating my Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, for, for Cheese half is an falling hour. all over, steaks falling all over. Yeah, something something just, that's easily you know accessible and that, that's that's right. that you can easily have with one hand or something like that, like a not exactly. like a nacho or something. That's not that's, that's why a hot dog is perfect for that. It's it is one hand. Food. You don't want to put too. I mean, you can put up whatever you want. Look, I'm not somebody who knocks people that eat hot dogs with ketchup. Um, I, I like personally, I like ketchup, but I know there's the mustard purists out there. But hey, look, you want to throw some cheese on there, some onions, oh, yeah. some yeah. some mustard, whatever. Load it up. You however, lost me, you'd you lost like. me at onions. Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> I know you're not an onion guy, but sometimes on the hot dog it has a nice little crunch to it. But um, I'll tell you, ballpark hot dogs, that's my pick. Touche. Sl- Slurpy and ballpark hot dogs so far. Mike has Maryland blue crabs, pigs in a blanket. You got three spots left. You've still yet to pick a drink. Will this be the round that you go with a drink? Mike? No, uh, because because okay, I, okay. I know you're not going to pick the drink that I want because okay, there's, okay. there's a lot of a lot of controversy with the drink that I pick. Um, but here we go. So I I, I have this pick in place. And uh, there's an extra flavor that is added to this pick, which is actually okay. a really nice, uh, really nice addition. So the pick is in. The pick okay. is in. Handing the note off to the commissioner, and the next pick for Team Mike is baked beans with bacon bits. Baked beans with I just, bacon bits. What are you, I don't know what you're doing here. <laughs> I mean, look. I, I, I think love, I'm just really, really looking uh, at yesterday's food platter. I think you ate too much food the other day, man. <laughs> I mean, we're talking summertime food, and you're saying baked beans with bacon bits? This is – you're off the rails. Like, this is – I started insane. off strong, and now I'm Dude, go, going like to – you're throwing the draft <laughs> ring. You're, you're Darko Milicicking right now. Like the Pistons' number two pick or number three pick in the draft, and they took Darko Milicic. You're you're picking baked beans with bacon bits in a summer food and drinks. Draft? I'm just thinking about Fourth of July, man. It's okay. just, it's in my hey, look, it's in my head right yourself. now. Look, look, try to win me over. Explain yourself. Explain your pick. You don't have to win me over. Win the people over so you, so you that think, are going to be voting. You think about <laughs> it's not going to be a lot of votes for me, I think. Um, so when you're looking about bacon bits, okay, bacon bits added to anything are, is great. But when sure. you look at baked sure. beans, like. You know, you don't sit there, and again, I'm going to do the same thing with the pigs in the blanket. You don't sit there and say, 
hmm, what's a good side dish for for tonight's you know dinner? You know, oh, let's let's throw in some baked beans. You know, you, you don't think really about something like that. So I think when sure. you're talking about baked beans, you think of Fourth of July. You think of throwing them inside of a hot dog bun with the hot dog, or on top of okay. a cheeseburger, or something of that nature. Sure, it's kind of like sure. one of those things that you just kind of throw on. Like they like when they started. When, whenever do they start doing the you know let's put an egg on top of a hamburger or something like that. Like when oh, do they yeah. when do they start doing the mac and cheese on top of a ham- like when did yeah, they ever start no. doing that? I don't know. So when I you're looking at it, when you're it was delicious. <laughs> it was, delicious. It was really delicious. damn good though. Uh, no, okay, great invention. I, when you're saying okay, what you're saying now as far as like using the baked beans is like another kind of element to something else. I can kind of see what you're talking about yeah. as far as like putting it on a burger or putting it on a hot dog, like adding that extra. Okay. Okay, okay. Because you it, have like it becomes re- a little less crazy. You have like refried beans and all that kind of stuff for like taco night or something like that. You don't sit there and say, "Well, what's good with tacos?" Oh, baked beans. Like no one ever thinks right, of like right, like right. Bush's baked beans. You only right, you only remember right. the commercial with the stupid golden retriever that's trying to sure. talk or whatever. So you think about it. And you're like baked beans. Okay, add some bacon in there. That's even better. So you think about that. You have it as a side, and then you also all of a sudden put a little scoop of it on your hot dog or something like that, and it makes that taste just that much better. And it soaks in the bread and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I know, I know no, some people it, don't it, like salt bread but it tastes good it's not a, look it's a good summer food i just don't know if it's a top 10 summer food I, I, I was struggling with this draft so i'm just look, gonna go with it's it okay it's okay it's all right look <laughs> you made your pick you gotta you gotta stick with it because people at home are gonna vote um all right with my next pick i, I already know i already have my list I, my, my top ones are still available so i'm going with them nah, all. they probably all are <laughs> with my third pick i am going with boardwalk fries ah, son of a boardwalk I almost, I almost said it <laughs> that's another thing yeah no. um, didn't say that's it, another thing where Damn. you're at the beach you're on the boardwalk whether it's like rehoboth in delaware or ocean city or you're down like uh in south carolina like myrtle beach now you got me you, thinking man you you go for a walk on the boardwalk it's summertime the weather's nice and there's that boardwalk fry stand specifically like even the brand boardwalk fries like that's a specific type of fries you can get and you just you get that cup of fries maybe you pour some ketchup on top and you just you're holding that container and you're just walking down the boardwalk and you're munching on some fries it's one of those foods where you wouldn't think that warm fries on a warm day would be as tasty as they are but they really are they really hit the spot the saltiness um, especially if they're really good crispy fries boardwalk fries man i think they just hit really well in the summertime and it's a great boardwalk food. And when I think summertime, I think of being at the beach and the boardwalks. So boardwalk fries is my pick. Damn. Um, now you got me really thinking. And I think I'm going to um, – I'll go with the drink one this time and okay. just get that out of the way. Uh, mainly because of the sole fact that now I need to get – I'm trying You to only s- have a couple picks left, I'm so you've got to pick your drink. I, I'm trying to stall a little bit because I, I, I don't want to do a specific type of food even though we could still possibly do that. Um, mm-hmm. But it might be a local type thing because Maryland blue crabs are local, but people all, all around the world. It's like a known what, thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, boy. Because um, also, <laughs> I, I would go with Boardwalk Fries, and you can talk about the brand like you said, but still, you can get fries on the board. Just on, in general. Uh, yeah, yeah just, exactly, exactly. Like, uh, I'm I'm not specifically talking about specifically the brand Boardwalk Fries. I'm just thinking in general having fries on the beach boardwalk. Right. Okay, so this pick is one of the main because I was looking at alcoholic beverages, 
And I was mm-hmm. also looking at ones that are made for summer because obviously you have like you know the summer ale of Bo- or I was gonna say Boston Lager, uh, but it's not Boston Market. It's uh, Sam Adams. Um, but uh, I'm thinking about it. and I was like, what about you know Blue Moon? Well, you can get Blue Moon any any restaurant all the time. And then Summer right. Shandy. That's good because that's summer in the name, but it's not it's not like the best beer. So I went with this because it was on a lot of different websites, and they they said it's great in the summer. Okay. So the pick is in, and the pick, and you already play the music, and I'm just, I'm, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. understand why I, I'm still talking after the music, is frozen margaritas. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, Mike, you're back on track. I'm back you're on back track. On, the, train, the train was like on one wheel, <laughs> left on its side, hanging for dear oh, life yeah. on the rails. You, as the conductor guy, just was able to turn that wheel and get it right back oh, on yeah. the track. This is a tremendous pick. Yes, because of the sole fact, and I, I whenever I go to a, a, a Spanish restaurant, you know, Mexican restaurant thing, or whatever it may be, I always go with the frozen margarita because, and also people don't sit there and say, all right, you know, let's have, it's margarita Monday. You know, no one ever says that kind of stuff. It's more of a summer drink because it's so hot and you want something nice and cold. Now, beers are great, but there's so many out there. There's only one frozen margarita. Now, you can get the frozen stupid daiquiris or whatever the other crap is out there, but you look at the frozen margarita. Whenever I go to an establishment that has margaritas, I'll get the frozen one. Now, hear me out here. Everyone says, well, you're a loser because you're getting the frozen one. Get it on the rocks. And I said, I don't want my margarita uh, you know, watered down. Now, I, I, I can, I can you know, house, house a beer, house a margarita pretty quickly, but I don't want my stupid ice to be melted in there. It's also taking a lot more you know, space in there. I want more alcohol in there. Let's be honest here. Right, right, right. There, there's a place in Virginia Tech, okay, that's called Elrod's. And when I used to get a frozen margarita, there would be like a puddle of like tequila <laughs> on top of that thing. And ever since yeah. then, I was hooked. And that's the thing. Yeah, frozen margaritas are great because they're good, you know, and 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 they just they just taste good. And <laughs> like they're just, no, I can't. They're so much I'm better than on the rocks. I don't pick. care. No one's ever this gonna is... sway me that frozen margaritas are so much better than on the rocks margaritas. You can kiss my a. <laughs> well, especially ass. in the summertime because like, it is literally like you're having like a slurpee or a slushy or whatever, but it has alcohol in it and it tastes great. And no, I I am not arguing with the pick whatsoever. This is a great pick, and this eliminates really the ability to choose a regular margarita off the board for me because that was on my list—not frozen margarita, but regular. But I can't pick that now after a frozen. Oh, so margarita you just said you're going to go with margarita. I was going to go just with margarita, okay. but now I'm not going to do that because I think of because you just made the better option, the better version of that product. Oh, you so, oh you like the frozen one better. I like the frozen one too. Yeah, I know. I'm All a right. big fan of the frozen margarita. Yeah, um, on the so rocks great, is a shame. It's never been great invented. Great pick, great pick, and great value in that spot. So this puts me in an interesting position because I have two picks left. You have one pick left. Yes. Um, I like my team right now. I've gotten a drink. I've gotten two foods. Um, I could go either way here, but I think I'm going to go with a drink that you and I both enjoy. And I'm going to go with Truly Lemonades oh, as my summertime drink. I'm bringing another drink into the mix here, and I'm going to go with Truly Lemonades. Mike, I have been drinking Truly Lemonades nonstop all summer long. Oh, yeah. I've been buying them at the grocery store. Now, just for clarification, if you're an, a novice to this world, I'm not talking <laughs> about world. the lemonade flavor of a Truly. I am talking yes. about the lemonade pack the yeah. black cans of Trulies. I can name every single one I drink them so much. They just brought in watermelon recently as a new flavor. Yeah. I've got a lot of those. Yeah, watermelon, strawberry. Black cherry. Got, uh, black cherry, which is a great one. 
You've got Mango. That's the best which one. Which is a solid one. That is one of the best ones for sure. And then you do have the regular lemonade flavor, which it's always one for me when I have them in the fridge. It's always like the last ones I go to because I'm like, I like these other yeah. ones so much better um, than just the regular lemonade. But summertime, truly lemonades. It's the the hard seltzer. And, and I could have just gone with hard seltzers, but I wanted to go specific. Right. Because... As you and I know, truly, truly lemonades and hard seltzers have blown up over the last couple of years because people are realizing, like, hey, in the summertime, I don't want to drink a you know a a, a, a ten percent uh, big heavy IPA all the time. Uh, I want to drink something light and something tasty that it, I'm going to be able to get a little buzz on, but also be able to you know not be weighed down or feel sick, I'm going to be able to just crush some Truly Lemonade. So that is my pick here. I'm going another drink. I'm getting some good value here in my fourth round. I will give that to you. I was going to combat it a little bit because I am such a connoisseur of the Truly Lemonades because those are my favorite seltzers. Um, sure. But I, I'll, I'll give it to you because, you know, some people, they they have them because they think, it's, oh, lemonade, you know, oh, it's Truly. They, say, they do that. But, like, for me – that's like my go-to. Whenever I'm drinking, I always go to. I always get a couple mixed drinks, and I just start with the Truly Lemonades and just keep going perfect. with that. It's perfect. I'll, I'll give it to you though. That's a great pick, um, and it's something that I wasn't thinking of because I consume them so much. Uh, right, so, right. so it, it is. It is definitely a good one. All right. So Final my last pick. pick for you here. My last pick. This and is big. My last four on here. Not that great. Um, <laughs> uh, but um, man. Um, the frozen margarita has saved your draft thus far. Yeah. Can you end the draft with a uh, the, a pick to continue that and actually put it in question as far as like, hey, does Mike have a shot at winning this one? Man, because I, I want to go with this one because it's more of a nostalgia East Coast type of thing. But I don't really – I mean, people love it, but I don't really like it that much. I mean, I, I like it. Oh, but see, here's the thing, Mike. I'm going to say right off the bat. Go with your gut and heart. Exactly. Don't go for the people. Don't worry about them. Yeah. Go for what you like. All right. Have. So what I'm going to go with is something that I love the most, and I had uh, about three of yesterday. Um, sure. <laughs> so so uh, I will mention off air the honorable mention that I'm not a huge fan of, but they're still good. Right. So my, my pick is on the grill. Okay. Sure. On the yep. grill, double cheeseburgers on the grill. Double okay. cheese. I mean, that's great. Double patty. And whatever condiments you like. Yesterday, I put Grey Poupon on Ooh, mine. Nice, nice, yeah. nice, nice. And uh, I put a little dab of barbecue sauce on there as well just to give it a little Ooh. sweetness. Oh, okay, Gordon Ramsay. Great, right. great Poupon is really like, ooh, it's like it's like it's like a smack you in the face type thing. Yeah, um, no, but for sure, the, t- the tanginess of the barbecue sauce kind of evened it out just just a little bit. So I think, you, yeah, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with a a grilled burger, especially when you're upping it to the double cheeseburger element. I mean, it's a classic summertime food. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing better than throwing some burgers on the grill. Throwing that slice of cheese on there, stacking those burgers up, and like you said, you can get creative with it. You can put bacon on it. You can exactly. Put gray poupon on it if you want. Whatever you want to do, still double cheeseburgers, cheeseburgers in general. It's a classic. It's, summer it's pick. a good pick. It's not a great pick, but I ran out of picks. <laughs> it's a consistent hitter, I'd say. It's like your. It's not your guy that's hitting over three hundred. It's your solid two seventy hitter. Who's gonna just give you a great season? You, it's you Starling can't take Castro. Bad off the line, exactly. It is Starling Castro. You can't take his bat out of the lineup, <laughs> but you, you're not. He's not gonna be an all star. Yeah. But he's just gonna consistently perform for you every year. Mm-hmm. So Mike's final roster is Maryland blue crabs, pigs in a blanket, baked beans with bacon bits, frozen margarita, and grilled double <laughs> cheeseburgers. I'll tell you right now, your last two picks may have saved your draft. I don't know about because that. you have a very good first pick. 
the Maryland Blue Crabs, and very good fourth and fifth picks. It's those middle ones where I, I don't know, man. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know if your mind went blank or what, but you kind of fell off the rails. Oh, yeah. So I'll finish off my draft here. And it's funny because you actually brought it up earlier in conversation uh, when you're talking about the Pittsburgh stuff, when you're talking about getting the food. Um, and I almost said something, but oh. I'm going to just go with solid corn on the cob. Corn on the cob is my pick here. <sighs> I know you may not be a giant corn guy. I like corn. But, but I am. I mean, I, I just had it last night. I cooked it for 4th of July. Um, it's one of those things where now, look, uh, grilled corn is great. When you put corn on the cob on the grill and kind of char it up that way, it tastes very, very good. You get the little uh, kind of uh, smoky texture to it. Uh-huh. I'm more of a boil it on the, on the stove type guy. Right. Um, but uh, you got to slather that thing in butter, slather some salt on it, and it's, I mean... It's great. I could eat. I could eat five cobs of corn easily. And I mean, it's 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 a solid pick. The biggest thing for me that really irritates me with corn on the cob because there's a lot of variations of corn you can go with: cream corn, right. corn on the cob, sure. cornbread, all that kind of stuff. The biggest thing for corn on the cob that really irritates me is the hair, They're like little little, right. little stringy pieces. Because then all sure. of a sudden you take a bite of it, and then all of a sudden you got like this huge hair hanging off your tooth, and then you have to floss after. And who likes flossing? It is a tough thing because you do when you go into the corn experience, you know that you're going to get it in your teeth, and you're going to get. Yeah. So it is. It's just something you have to prepare yourself for, but it's worth it. And it is a seasonal thing. You don't drink. You don't eat corn in the cob in like November. <laughs> you know you're going to eat corn in the cob. In summertime, you, you just think about shucking the corn um, and and just throwing it in the on the grill or throwing it in the, the boiling water. It just it goes with so many different dishes. I had, we, we had last night. We had burgers, corn on the cob, mashed potatoes. I mean, it was a great great meal. And a corn on the cob is one of my. What, what baseball player with. would you cons- would you compare that to? Now look, I think corn <laughs> on the cob is definitely. I don't think corn on the cob is even a, a Starling Castro. Because I wouldn't put corn on the cob on the same level as a double cheeseburger. Okay. Um, I'd say it's more of like a solid reliever, maybe. Like you okay. know, like it's gonna be a not a Sam Clay, that's for sure. Um, maybe like a Wander Suero when he's on, okay. you know, that sort of thing. When he's on. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah. So I'm gonna, my final team is Slurpees, uh, ballpark hot dogs, boardwalk fries, truly lemonades, and corn on the cob. I will mention my honorable mentions, the ones that I didn't pick here, just a couple of them. Uh, lemonade, freshly squeezed lemonade. Was going to be a possible drink there. Okay. Um, I did have burgers like you had. I had so tacos was one I was kind of weighing back and forth. I do like same thing with the margaritas. Like there's something about summertime that makes me crave tacos, but I'll eat tacos year round. Exactly. So yeah. It was. I wasn't going to pick that one. I didn't pick popsicles. Oh. Popsicles. I, I considered it. I considered it, yeah. but I just think that I had other stuff that was better than that. Anything that you didn't uh, mention? Uh, so one thing, I was going to say chocolate chip cookies, but everyone makes cookies all the time. I just think, yeah. I, Again, I think that I just had those. I had four of them yesterday, so that wasn't a good idea. <laughs> um, and uh, macaroni and cheese, but a lot of times people make macaroni and cheese. But it's like it, Thanksgiving, sometimes people yeah. throw that in the mix. Exactly. Yeah. Macaroni and cheese is more so like you can make it any time because it's so easy to make. But I, I right. figure that you know a lot of people, when someone makes a really nice mac and cheese, they save it for great holidays yeah, um, right. and uh, another one was a cheese platter so like when Ooh, they have okay. like the huge platters of cheese um had a, yeah, had, a, like had, had a few uh few of those um and then the last one i was going to say that i was really debating on that i'm I, I like it but i'm not a huge fan of it like some people are it's fisher's popcorn so fisher's mm. popcorn in in uh, ocean city 
is a huge okay. staple. But that's yeah. again, it's a local thing. People in you know Texas aren't going to know what the hell that is. Uh, right. So I didn't want to go with it because I was like, eh, it's too local, and also it's popcorn. Let's be honest here. But they have obviously all the like caramel popcorn. I think is the it's a fan favorite. Uh, but I didn't want to go with that one. So those are my honorable yeah. mentions. But yeah, it's, a, it's car- a tough one. Caramel popcorn, and then I think you could even say something like. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess I'm just thinking of that because I, I, you think of people on the beach with a giant bag of popcorn and stuff like that. Sometimes you can get those from the vendors, or like cotton candy, yeah, could be possibly in the running as a summertime thing. But I think this is a pretty solid list here. It's not bad. We will put the poll on Twitter so you guys can vote. Follow at the DC crossover on Twitter um, and place your votes accordingly we'll, we'll leave it open for the rest of the week and you can if there are any ones that we missed feel free to weigh in there were some people that weighed in on the video game draft um and got their thoughts in so we appreciate that there's always going to be stuff we missed that's just kind of the nature of this uh type of thing uh let's hit up the final lap a chance to cover some quick hitting analysis by mike we got 90 seconds big stories in sports here we go trevor lawrence signs a $36.8 million rookie contract with the Jazz. Trevor Lawrence is one of the players that I would pick semi-high for a quarterback because I think that he's going to be there uh, because people are going to overlook him, but I think Trevor Lawrence is a surefire pick. Suns versus Bucks in the NBA Finals. Who you got? I told you before, uh, if, if Giannis is, is not healthy, uh, uh, Suns in five. If he is healthy, Suns in six. Luka Doncic leads Slovenia to its first Olympics birth. Mike, could you point out Slovenia on a map? I, I know what their flag looks like, but no, no idea where it's at. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys are featured on Hard Knocks for the third time. I could care less. I hate the Cowboys more than any team in the, in the world. I know you won't be watching. <laughs> Josh Gordon has filed for NFL reinstatement. Could a team take a flyer on Josh Gordon? I mean, if he's going to get league minimum, I mean, the guy can't lay off the, 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 the broccoli. As they call it. Yeah. Now, like, <laughs> I feel like that's probably even allowed these days. It's I mean, a small probably, amount. Probably. probably. Uh, and the Lightning look to sweep the Habs. We were talking about it off air, that this is just not that exciting of the Stanley Cup Finals. You think the Lightning are just going to finish it off and just complete the sweep? I think so, because we're going to get to it here in a minute in our picks of the week. But uh, I-, I told you before, even especially last week, I think the Lightning are going to win in five. Uh, and I said that because I thought the Habs might take one of the first three games. But, I mean, they're getting outscored by nine. Let's be honest here. Yeah, it has not been pretty, and the Lightning looking to win back-to-back uh, titles. And here. we I talked mean, about it that this is probably. I mean, last year's one yeah. count. Let's be honest. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. We're not. We're not counting that. Um, did you have a trivia oh, for tonight? Hell okay. yeah, I do. I just wanted to make sure. Right here, I man. Just wanted to make sure. Got it right here. Uh, we will hit up Mike's trivia show here. I'll turn again. Last week, not a great performance from me. I was put in a tough position. With an answer that I just didn't really know, and uh, it was not good for me. I think I believe you are three for five for WFT slash Redskin questions, and two right. for two for Nats questions. The funny thing was, is didn't I throw out the correct answer after we had yes. already yes like so yeah so technically I kind of knew somewhere in the recesses of my brain, but it wasn't in time, so it doesn't count. So you're five for seven, five for seven there, sir. All right, I'll take it. It's pretty good. Here we go. Here is the question: Is uh, what's the name of the game? You got to know Washington sports trivia game. I forgot what the name of it was. In 2009, my high school graduating class, what member of the Capitals set an NHL record for defensemen by scoring a goal in eight consecutive games? In 2009, so not that long ago, 
What member of the Capitals set an NHL record for a defenseman by scoring a goal in eight consecutive games? Now, think about it this way. This is the first Caps question, so it's kind of changing it up on you because you've had a few Nats yeah, questions yeah, yeah. and a lot of Redskins questions. So let's talk about that real quick. You have one question as the rules okay. state. Here's my question. Is he still on the team right now? No, because that was like 12 years ago. <laughs> okay, just a question. I mean, Alexander Ovechkin was still on the team. So True. That's not who I thought it was going to be, but I just mean somebody that's True. been on the team a long time. Um, Look more into the question. I have a name that immediately comes to mind. Okay. Who I believe played in that era. Jersey was, a lot of people had his jersey. Um, uh, is it Semin? No, you have it. You have it. A question. You can ask a question. I asked the question. Is well, he on the team today? Well, that was my well, question. Th- no, well, oh, that's your, oh, that was your question. I didn't. I yeah, totally yeah, yeah. forgot about that. Uh, so it's not Semin. Well, <laughs> think about the question here. I'm going to reread it for you. Okay. Okay. In 2009, uh, what? I think mem- I'm one of your students. <laughs> yeah, it's right. Yeah. Uh, what caps uh, set a record, NHL record yeah. for defenseman? Defenseman. Okay. Semin okay. was a winger. Right. Right. I'll give you another guess. From his like. You know this guy. Oh, okay. Because he. Okay, I do know this guy. What am I talking? Okay, pretend I didn't guess before. Okay, because he played for Detroit. <laughs> that's why. That's why I picked the question. What, but I'm blanking on his name. See, I knew. I knew you know this oh, guy. Oh, I know him. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know exactly who it is. Yeah. For the but Caps, he wore number fifty-two. Oh my God! Why can't I remember his name? Oh no! This, this is the problem. This is this was what's going to ruin it mm-hmm. for me is. Not remembering his name. Because, yeah, no, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. Because I, I remember he came and played in Detroit. And he was a fan favorite for the Caps. Everybody loved him. Yep. Ton- uh, you were right with the man. tons of jersey thing. That's why I thought you had a it right of, immediately. A lot of people had his jersey. Okay. So guys guys that people always have the jersey of. Yep. There's, always, there's always Tom Wilson. There's always Ovechkin. There's it was during Baxter. the Bruce Boudreau era. Yeah, no, I know, I know exactly who we're talking about. Oh man! Oh my God! There's a lot of hits. This is this is embarrassing. This is embarrassing because I again, I'm telling you, I know who it is, but I don't, I, I don't have his name at the ready. Oh man, no, you, no more hints are needed because I again, I know who we're talking about. Yeah, he had like black hair, I think. Well, a lot <laughs> of people, guy. a lot of people do. Oh uh, man, was he a lefty even? No, uh, I think he was a righty. Yeah. But yeah. don't don't quote me on that though. <laughs> no, it does. I mean, that it was a while back. It's not like, it's not like that's going to help me. Um man, I know him. I know him. What is his name? Once you hear his name, you're going to go crazy. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. And I have to buzz me because we can't be sitting around. Think of a color. Think of a color. Think of your Think of your boy's name over here. Think of a color? What's my name? Yeah, Mike. And think of a color. Michael Mike. Mike Green. Mike Green, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mike Green, yeah, Greeny. Oh man, he was always yeah, the guy that took pictures and like he looked like he wanted to kill you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, no, it was it was one of those things when he came to Detroit. I was kind of happy because I was like, oh yeah, Mike Green. He had some great years for the Caps. Oh, not the so best defenseman, but like that question stated, he was a great yeah. offensive. Yeah, player. yeah, no, he was definitely not like you know, like you said, he wasn't up there as defensively, but man, he could score. Oh man, that's man, so that bad. was a stumper. That's so bad, because that was, I mean, Caps fans are going to kill me. Man. They're going to kill I, me. I thought it was a great question, because, I mean, oh. you knew who he was, but I knew he was I a know, great question. Exactly. I knew he went to Detroit after. I was like, oh, he's yeah. going to get this easy. Oh, man, they're going to kill me. Two in a row wrong. Oh, boy. Two weeks in a row. This is, I got I to gotta turn my luck around. <laughs> Hopefully, we can do it with the money line, uh, which did not go well for me last week. I think it went 0 for 2. Uh-huh. Um, so, you gained 
some games now. Mike is at 13 and 11. I am 9 and 15. Everything is going wrong for me. <laughs> but hopefully I, w- hopefully I won the draft. We'll see. Uh, my lock for this week, I'm going to say Suns over Bucks in game one. I think uh, overall, I'm with you. I think the Suns take the series. Um, I think the Bucks are going to make it interesting, especially if Giannis is healthy and playing well. Right. But I'm going to say the Suns. I'm going to say Chris Paul wins his first title. Suns over Bucks. They're going to start things off in that game one. And my upset, kind of a crapshoot, but I ended up going O's over Blue Jays on Tuesday. Blue Jays are a much better team. I think they're in uh, second place or in the division or second or third place. Orioles are obviously the Orioles, so they're bad. But every now and then, the Orioles put together a pretty good game. Shout out to Cedric Mullins, who's still hitting pretty well this season. Yeah. Um, so I don't even know who's pitching for the Orioles Tuesday. They haven't even announced it, but I'm just picking it. Yeah. Blind pick. Yeah. That's my upset. Got to go Got to go big sometimes. Throwing the dart at the dartboard there. Uh, so my lock, uh, I obviously said last week that I think Tampa's going to win in five, but now I'm going to change that and say Tampa's going to win in four because Montreal just sucks. Tampa's yeah. offense is, is so good. So I'm going to say a lock. We are recording this on Monday. Um, and I believe the game hasn't started yet. So Tampa over Montreal. My upset is Marlins over the Dodgers. The Dodgers got my upset pick for last week. Uh, but I'm going to say Marlins over Dodgers uh, Dodgers in this one because Pablo Lopez, who got thrown out after the first pitch with Ronald Acuna Jr. Yeah, yep, that's my fantasy pitcher. Besides and, uh, that game, the last two against the Nats and the Cubs, I believe. Oh, yeah, he's lights out. He had two he's earned great. runs in his last 13 that's, innings pitch. That's why That's why I picked him up for fantasy. He's he's great. And that uh, is an upset because the Dodgers, I believe, are, are minus one like 17 or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. And the Dodgers the Dodgers have a better record, too. Yes. Like, yeah, no, it's definitely an upset pick. It's a good pick. Marlins over Dodgers is definitely. And Pablo Lopez is a stud. That's the thing. Marlins have some of those sneaky guys that are actually really pretty good. Yep. But the team itself as a whole just isn't great. But they have they got a couple studs on that team. It's a solid upset pick. That is the money line. Place your bets accordingly and responsibly. We'll have some news as far as when it comes to Maybe some betting-related things here in the near future. Yep. Uh, we'll we'll wait to announce that probably on next week's show. Uh, besides that, follow us on all social media channels at the DC Crossover on Twitter at Cerrone sixteen for Michael, um, and follow the Contender. That's Contender with a K. They release clips of the show and they play us live on Tuesdays uh, at noon and on Thursdays and things like that. Really all throughout the day. I mean, you're listening at three a.m. You can hear us on the Contender dot com. Check them out. Um, also support our sponsors, Anchor, free easy app. You heard Mike's read at the beginning of the episode. Um, and uh, besides that, I don't know what else to plug. The YouTube show, we've got, uh, we put up the full uh, video episodes. In case you want to look at our faces while you're listening to this show, go check out the YouTube channel. Please subscribe as well. Uh, we appreciate that. We don't really push the YouTube stuff as much, but, you know, it's there. It's a fun it's aspect. There. It's, exactly. I, I like putting the video up, um, and uh, we have a good time. Uh, Mike, you're, you're back now. Going to be doing some golfing this week? Uh, we'll see what the weather is. Um, definitely have to... It's going to be hot. It's going to be hot the next yeah, couple days. Yeah, definitely going to be seeing what's going to happen uh, this week. But I need to clean my car, number one, because I was waiting for the okay. cicada disappearance to happen uh, to, for me to clean my car right. because I was, Smart. I was just murderous row with those things when I was going oh, to work. So bad. Um, but they're gone finally, so I get to clean my car for once. Um, and I think this weekend I am watching my buddy's dog which is going to be fun. Oh, okay. And his dog is a toy poodle. I'm not a big fan of toy poodles because they're really small and like you could step on them. Uh, but sure. at the same time, uh, this one is less than a year old, and uh, he knows me really well because he's seen me a bunch. And it's going to be fun because i got to bring him over here. And yeah. I don't have to like – I mean, he, he's basically getting walked when he's walking in a 
condo. So it's like, you know, I'll take him out to go to the bathroom. I'm not going to take him for a yeah, walk. because they're so little. No, that sounds like yeah. a good time. So Mike's going to be fun. playing with the toy poodle. I believe we're getting some c- cement stuff done to our stairs, so I'm going to be, like, stuck inside for a couple days. Ooh. Uh, so it'll be, it'll be, it'll be great. It's going to be hot over the next couple days. Not good for you and I as being bigger guys. That mm. means we're going to be sweating and pulling <laughs> at our shirts a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, but, That's uh, the move. But besides that, people, hope you had a great July 4th. Hope you have a great week. And check out all those sponsors. Check us out on all social media channels. And vote. Vote for the winner of the draft. The summertime food and drinks draft. Uh, who had the better team? I'll let you guys decide. That is Mike Cerrone. I'm Ben Simpson. We will see you next time on the DC. Have a good one.